welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast, a discussion of God's extraordinary works through His ordinary ways. I'm Connor Haas, and I'm here with Mike Shera. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Connor. And everybody at home today, we are diving back into a discussion that we started last week about resting in the midst of unrest. How do you rest in the midst of unrest? So uh, we got into Psalm 46 last week, as well as Psalm 73, and we're talking about in the midst of storms of life. Mike even talked about 110 degree weather, uh, lightning and the wind raging. When those kind of situations are happening in your life, how can you uh, still be at rest? And the amazing promise of the gospel is that somehow we can be at rest in mm-hmm. those in those times, which is amazing. So yeah. we want to spend one more day talking about this. And Mike, I'm going to give it to you right now, and you can get us into where we're heading as okay. we uh, get back into this. Okay, well, we live in a time when the faithful can be ostracized because they want to cling to Christ and Scripture. But God's Word is our compass. It doesn't change. And so even in the midst of troubling things, we want to ask the question, what ultimately matters? It's not the whirlwind. It's not the extreme heat. It's not the tsunami of craziness in life. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. So that we want to be continually praying and seeking God's will in the midst of our life. And Psalm 37 told us last week, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him. He will act. Further on in verse 27, it says, turn away from evil and do good. So you shall dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice. He does not forsake his saints. The law of God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. Like cling to the word of God in the midst of these, like meditate on scripture, think through scripture. This is what God uses to calm my soul. Even Psalm 46, 10, be still and know that I am God. Wow. Yes, that's right. So in the midst of this going on of troubling things of even maybe feeling ostracized for being faithful to scripture, God is your Lord. Jesus is your Lord. And the word is the compass. And then Psalm 37, 34, wait for the Lord and keep his way. Right? There's a future for the man of peace. And if you flip over to Psalm 73, it's interesting, go Psalm 37, Psalm 73. And what you'll notice in Psalm 73 are some interesting parallels. And there are so many Psalms of lament where believers are lamenting. They pour out their heart, but then they turn and praise God in deep trust. That's most, many of the Psalms like this. So Psalm 73 starts, truly God is good to Israel to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. This might be you today. You might feel like, I feel like the land, the land, the ground is quaking beneath me and it's cracking beneath me. And it even says, I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no pangs until death. All these things, they don't have trouble as other people. And, you know, lament, lament, lament. But then he says in verse 16, well, 14, all day long I've been stricken and rebuked every morning. And then in verse 16, but when I thought how to understand this, it seemed a wearisome task until I went into the sanctuary of the Lord. Now God is being brought into the picture. Then I discerned their end. Truly, you will set them in slippery places. You'll make a full ruin. They will fall to ruin. And he says, uh, my soul was embittered. I was pricked in heart. I was brutish and ignorant. I was like a beast toward you. When our hearts are in the wrong place in troubling times, we're like beasts before God. We're just like not no understanding. But then it says in verse 23, 24, 25, 26, it's beautiful. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold my right hand. God never left. God never moved. You guide me with your counsel. Afterward, you receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? There is nothing on earth I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but 
God is the strength of my life and my portion, my strength of my heart and my portion forever. And really, I think when you ask that question, what ultimately matters in the midst of how do you have rest in seasons of unrest? I think of, I think of Elijah fleeing Jezebel in 1 Kings 19. People make a big deal about the earth, wind, and fire and how, oh, but God spoke in the gentle whisper. And I think they take it like, how am I going to find out what I'm supposed to do? That's not even the point. I think what was the point being made to him there was, here's what ultimately matters. God Almighty, not the whirlwind, not the earth, wind, and the fire, not everything that's thrashing about around you. You're not alone. You have Jesus with you. Jesus is with you. God is with his people. You know, acknowledge him. That's it. Just acknowledge God in the midst, and he will do a work in your heart that brings rest in seasons of unrest. I found that to be true so many times in my life. Yeah, no, amen. Uh, listeners, we, we want to make this a shorter one, and so I'm going to bring this to a close quickly here, but just maybe as a closing thought, Mike, on Saturday we had a men's event here, and mm-hmm. I was talking to a brother from La Sierra Baptist Church who had joined us, and a really sweet guy and just evidently loves the Lord, but I was talking to him, and he was talking about his, his work, and he has a potentially stressful job where he can be kind of on call, kind of a something breaks and he's the one who has to fix it kind of a thing. But he just made this point that he's really watching his own witness in the workplace and specifically said, and I'm really concerned that I'm not frantic when I'm at work because if I'm frantic, I'm undoing my witness. And I just, I hadn't thought a ton about that, but it's such a good point. If we're Mm -hmm. saying we're believers who trust in a sovereign God, but then every day, all day, we're just like rushing to and fro, frantically going about our life. Our lives are betraying the opposite. And I was really convicted by that, just thinking, wow, I talk about God being sovereign and how much I trust him. But when I'm frantic and rushing around and not able to pause to take a breath, my life is saying exactly the opposite. So mm-hmm. I just, I even think of that, you know, in this conversation that we're having, our own witness to the world can be really bolstered by a, a calm, trust in the Lord, even in the middle of the craziest times. So, yeah. Mike, do you have anything else to add before we wrap it up? I just thinking, I I love that thought you just shared and just Christ crucified. We preach Christ crucified. This brings us back to the reason for everything. We are, we, we are alive because of the grace of God in Christ. And so we, we live to serve his purposes. Like second Corinthians five says, uh, those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. And that is what anchors our our souls. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Listeners, we love you. You know that we say it every week. We love you and we're praying for you. Next week, we're going to get into a really uh, exciting uh, conversation. So we hope you'll join us for that. But until then, have a great week. And we will talk to you next week on the Ordinary Truth Podcast. Have a great day.